what's up everyone welcome to 90 plus extra time podcast it's rob um i'm in texas <laughs> this will be my first episode um that i'm recording in texas um you know last week i was in san diego i had to do some stuff for my new job um but i'm here now and this is where most of uh, if not all the episodes will be recorded from now on so um it's actually pretty cold here right now I'm surprised um I'm enjoying it. You know, it's a decent little transition. It'll be much better once my wife gets here. Um, but yeah, it's different. It is nice to be back in the states. Um, you know, everybody speaks English. Makes it a little bit easier. Um, you know, I can eat whatever trash food it is that I want to eat whenever I want to eat it. Um, so yeah. Um, unfortunately, though, um, because of the time difference and you know, like licensing rights and, you know, network squabbling and whatever. I don't get to watch nearly as much football as I was watching in Germany. Um, it's mainly because of the time difference. Um, but whatever, you know, I'm still going to uh, watch as much of it as I can. And obviously what I can't watch, I check out the highlights. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Um, first thing I saw today uh, after I got off work, um, Jurgen Klinsmann. He didn't last at Berlin for very long. Um, <laughs> he resigned. He's no longer the coach of Hertha Berlin. He said that the reason that he was leaving was because he felt there was a lack of trust from the board. Now, keep in mind that this is the same board that he was a part of before he took over at Hertha Berlin. Um, you know, he didn't do terribly while he was there. He he managed, what, 10 games? Um, but in the nine Bundesliga matches, he you know, didn't, didn't do too terribly. I mean, you know, he got what, 12 points out of 10 matches or nine matches in the Bundesliga. You know, it doesn't sound like the best in the world, but it's, it's not terrible. He had three wins, three draws, three losses in the Bundesliga, and then one loss in the Deutsche Pokal to, uh, Schalke, which, you know, happened like last week. Um, but yeah, so he's, he's out of it. He was in the job for like not even three months. I think it was like 10 weeks. You know, in that 10 weeks, he played, or excuse me, managed 10 matches. Um, you know, Berlin is struggling. Um, they're not doing nearly as well as they hoped that they would do um, when he came on. But, uh, you know, now he's gone. So now Alexander Nuri, who was one of his assistants, is um, is going to take over for him. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to, uh, <laughs> what to say about that, but... Uh, I thought that he was going to last there, you know, at least till the end of the season. And then maybe, you know, somebody else would come in because he just seemed like he was a little bit of a band-aid to, uh, to try to help them get back to, you know, where they were trying to go. They're not in the relegation zone, um, but, you know, they're in that bottom half of the table. Um, they're, what, six points away from the relegation zone. So, um, yeah, I don't know. There's the possibility now, you know, because of this, this is going to shake up the entire team that uh, that they'll fall out. And, you know, who knows? Maybe Stuttgart will end up playing them in the in the promotion playoff for Stuttgart, the relegation playoff for Berlin if they get there. And uh, maybe that, that'll be the team that Stuttgart uh, defeats to move back into the Bundesliga. And then maybe in a perfect world, Jurgen Klensen will take over as manager of Stuttgart. Um, I doubt it, though, but... Uh, yeah, it's just crazy to see him leave after such a such a short time with the club. Um, but the crazy thing is that, you know, even though he resigned because he said that he felt like, you know, he didn't have the, the trust of the board, 
he turns around and says that he wants to remain on that board or return to the board or whatever. Whether or not that happens, I guess we'll see in the next couple of weeks or whatever. But, yep, Jurgen Klinsmann, um, 10-game stint with uh, Hertha Berlin in the Bundesliga is over. So, all right. Um, in other news, Barcelona's Dembele. Oh, this is this is upsetting. He's going to be out for six months. Um, he just had to have surgery on his hamstring. Um, you know, it's it's really bad that he's going to miss matches. Well, you know, I hope him. I hope that he has a speedy recovery. You know, coming back because you know anything, any kind of major injury like that with a muscle that requires surgery is uh is delicate to begin with. And you know, I'm hoping that he recovers well, that he can come back. You know, playing the way he was. He's only 22 years old. Um. You know, it's upsetting that he is going to miss out playing for Barcelona. But what's also upsetting is that, obviously, the European Championships is happening this summer, and he will not be there for France. Um, Yeah, that's pretty pretty upsetting. But, you know, he should be good for the start of next season. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that, really. But, you know, I wish him well. And uh, he's he is young. He's only 22. So... Um, hopefully he'll be able to bounce back from this and, you know, it doesn't end up being one of those injuries that ends up ending his career. So, um, all the luck. All right. So let's check out some of these standings from, uh, you know, like I always do the top five leagues in Europe. Now we're going to start off with La Liga actually. Um, after 23 matches, Real Madrid is still on top with uh, 52 points. Barcelona is in second with 49. Hitafe is in third with 42. Atletico Madrid is in fourth with 39. Uh, Sevilla is in fifth also with 39. And in sixth, we have Real Sociedad. I know I mentioned it a couple of podcasts ago, but notice that Granada, or Grenada, depending on who you ask, is, is nowhere to be found. Bottom of the table in 18th, we got... Uh, Real Mallorca with 18, um, Legonis in 19, 19th with 18 points, and also Espanol in last with 18 points. <clears throat> so all three of those teams are sitting at 18 points right now. Um, I picked the game of the week for this. You know, I'm going to try to watch it. I'm still trying to figure out, you know, all the nuances of, uh, you know, getting the, the European matches that I want to watch. But um I'm looking at Valencia and Atletico Madrid as um, my game of the week for La Liga. All right, moving over to uh, the Bundesliga. Um, This is all after 21 matches. We got Bayern Munich on top with 43 points. RB Leipzig in second with 42. These two just played each other to a 0-0 draw, which is disappointing. Um, In third place, we got Borussia Dortmund with 39 in fourth, we got the Borussia Mönchengladbach, also with 39, but they have a game in hand. Um, in fifth place, we got uh, Bayer Leverkusen with 37. And in sixth place, we have Schalke with 35. In bottom of the table, um, in 16th, we got Fortuna Dusseldorf with 17. In 17th, we have Werder Bremen also with 17 points. And in last place, we have Paderborn. All right. Um, let's see. Ligue 1, the French League. We have PSG sitting comfortably on top with 61 points. These are all after 24 matches, by the way. Um, PSG with 61. Marseille's in second with 49. 
Then we have Ren in third with 41. Lille moving up in fourth place with uh, 40. In fifth place, we have Montpellier with 37. And then in sixth, surprising, Strasbourg with 36 points. Uh, let's see, bottom of the table in 18th, we have Nem with 24 points. Amiens with 19. And I don't know why. I don't know how I completely forgot to write because, you know, I'm writing down my notes. Um, I forgot to write down how many points Toulouse has, but, you know, they're sitting in last place. I'm looking it up right now. Toulouse has 13 points, so they are in a world of hurt. Um, so my, I didn't have one for the Bundesliga, but my game of the week for, uh, or of the match day at least, um, in Ligue 1, the French League, I have Lille playing against Marseille, and I'm hoping, hoping, that uh, Timothy Weah will find his way back into the squad after being injured. They said the middle of uh, February, and, you know, the middle of February is rapidly approaching, so hopefully he will uh, get back in the squad or at least, you know, be on the bench waiting to uh, to come in and play if needed. Um, all right, now to Serie A, the Italian league. Uh, this is after 23 matches. Inter Milan now is on top. Um with 54 points. In second, we have Juventus with 54 also. Um, in third, we have Lazio with 53. In fourth, Atalanta with 42. Atalanta's been holding on to that fourth place spot, just like they did last year with uh, with the Italian League. Uh, I'm going to have to take a quick break, um, but I will be back shortly. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, it's a call that I had to take. Um, I, I sincerely apologize. Um, so, where was I? Let's see. Fourth place, Syria. Atalanta with 42 points, holding on strong to uh, where they were last year. In fifth, we got Roma with 39 points. And surprisingly, in sixth place, we have Hillis Verona with 34 points. Bottom of the table, in 18th, we got Genoa with 19 points. Um, in 19th place, we have Brescia who I, I still think I thought they were going to do better. Maybe I was a little jaded because of the Mario Balotelli signing, but they're in 19th place with 16 points. And then last, we have Spall with 15. All right, so the games of the week that I selected for Serie A is fourth place Atalanta against fifth place Roma. Um, there's only three points separates these two teams. Um, so, you know, even if, you know, it's not going to change their position in the table because Roma has a five-point advantage over the team below them and uh, Lazio sitting in third. And even if Atalanta wins, um, they would still be five points behind them or excuse me, 10 points behind Lazio. Um, speaking of which, the other game that I picked is third place Lazio against the league leaders, uh, Inter Milan. So um, I don't know necessarily if I'm going to watch either one of those games, but I will definitely watch, you know, some like extended highlights of them because uh, I definitely think that, uh, Lazio Inter, <clears throat> Inter Milan game is going to be really, really, really good. So, okay. Last but not least, we have the Premier League, which has been over for months now. Um, so on top, we got Liverpool with seventy-three points, Manchester City playing for second place uh, with fifty-one points, right behind them. Leicester City in third with 49 points. Chelsea's in fourth with 
41 points. Sheffield United holding on to 5th place with 39, and then Tottenham in 6th with 37. Bottom of the table, we got West Ham with 24. In 19th, we have Watford also with 24. And in last place, after you know having a really, really good start, is uh, excuse me Norwich with 18 points. All right, so the game that I selected for this, for my game of the week, <clears throat> is going to be Chelsea versus Manchester United. You know, that's always been a, a pretty decent game. Um, it may be one of those final potential matches for Ole and uh, Man U, even though he seems to keep uh, he seems to keep himself safe. Sorry, I've been having some technical difficulty, but like I was saying, um, Ole, if uh, if Manchester wins, Manchester United wins this match, he will be safe for another week until you know <laughs> until he doesn't and. Um, I'm sure he realizes that Pochettino is right there waiting for his job. He's lurking in the background. Um, and if they if they lose this game, you know, that could be just one step into the into the bus, you know, that, that'll be departing uh, Manchester with him in it. So, you know, we'll see. Like I said, that's my that's my pick for game of the week. Um, moving on though, uh, you know, it seems like it's been gone for like four months now, but finally a week from today on February 18th the Champions League comes back finally so um there's no you know I never guarantee with the Champions League that <clears throat> the matches are going to be great but uh we got some you know matches that you would assume are going to be good that are going to be coming up so um we got first on Tuesday February 18th we got Borussia Dortmund hosting Paris Saint-Germain that should be a great game I'm waiting to see Holland uh, play against um, you know a, a decent team that's not in the Bundesliga, and see how he can fare. You know he's been scoring, you know like the league is his. Um, he's still scoring like he's still playing down in Austria. So um, it'll be good to see what PSG does to try to prevent him from scoring. Um, next we got Atletico Madrid playing against the hottest team in Europe, probably in the world, Liverpool. Um, you know they're playing in Madrid, but I don't I don't see Liverpool having a uh, having a problem with Atletico Madrid. Um, yeah, I think they'll just continue steamrolling everybody like they've been. They still, I, I mean, they're just ridiculous. I don't think people really realize just how fortunate we are to be like witnessing, um, you know, what this team is doing right now. Um, they could potentially wrap up the Premier League in like the next five weeks. Um, if they continue playing the way that they are. All right, so fast forward to Wednesday, February 19th. Uh, we got Atalanta hosting Valencia, and then Jose Mourinho's Tottenham hosting RB Leipzig, who prior to the game against um, Bayern Munich was doing quite well. I mean, they're still, they're still doing well. They're second, sitting in second in the, uh, in the Bundesliga. Tottenham's in sixth in the Premier League. So we'll see. Um, you know, I'm interested to see what kind of strategy... Mourinho is going to come up with to uh, try to slow down Timo Werner, um, but I'm sure he's he has something. Um, that game will be played uh, in London, so uh, so we'll see. But the Atalanta Valencia game probably may be the better match between those two that are that are going to be on Wednesday. So, all right. Um, then Tuesday, the 25th of February, we got Napoli hosting Barcelona, and then Chelsea hosting Bayern Munich. Then Wednesday, February 26th, we have Real Madrid hosting Manchester City, which I will definitely be watching. That game starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon where I'm at, 
So uh, that's the one good thing about being in the States as far as football is concerned. The Champions League matches all come on in the afternoon. Um, so you don't have to stay up like, you know, or, or wake up, excuse me, wake up really, really early to watch them. Um, the other match, we have Lyon hosting Juventus, which I don't, I don't see uh, Juventus having too much of a problem there. But in that other match from the 26th of February, Real Madrid, Man City, Man City, they are not going to win the Premier League. So I, I'm pretty sure they're going to put all of their eggs into the Champions League basket. <clears throat> to try to win that um, and just solely focus on that. I don't think they're going to falter too much in uh, in the Premier League, but they're going to put all of their focus into winning the Champions League because I don't want to <clears throat> excuse me. I don't want to say it's like do or die for them, but uh, this you know they basically have no excuse not to focus on winning the Champions League. I'm not saying give up completely on the uh, on the Premier League, but they definitely you know. Since it's over, they basically really should try their hardest to definitely win the uh, the Champions League. That's that's what I would do. Um, so yeah, so those are all the matches for um, the Champions League starting up again next week. Um, I'm going to take this time now to congratulate the U.S. women's national team for qualifying for the Olympics. Um, I don't think there was any doubt that they were going to do it. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're the reigning world champions, best team in the world. And, you know, I think the team may end up looking slightly different this year. Um, not slightly, it'll be a little bit different um, than what we saw last year in France. But um, they definitely have the talent, the tools to be able to, uh, to you know, win a gold medal at the, uh, at the Olympics this year. So, you know, I wish them all the luck in the world. and. Uh, Hopefully they put on a um, a really, really, really good tournament. So there goes my phone ringing again. Again, I apologize. Phone's constantly ringing. Um, yeah. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, um, it seems like, and you know, most Americans will attest to this. If you have a cell phone, these telemarketers, you can put your name on do not call lists or whatever, and these telemarketers do not care. They will still um, they will still call you. They're always trying to sell whatever, and it's pretty annoying. It, I mean, the first call that I received when I got to the U.S. wasn't from my mom. It wasn't from my brother, my sister, any of my relatives. It was from a telemarketer trying to sell me, I think it was... Uh, they were trying to sell me an extended car warranty. And when I landed back in the U.S., I did not even have a car. But they were trying to sell me a, a warranty just because I don't know how they're getting these numbers, but they do. And, you know, my number has been inactive because I was in Germany. It was inactive for the longest time. It's just annoying. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, I wish I wish somebody would call me and be like, hey, we want to give you some free, you know, tickets to a soccer match. But I don't know. Just a little tangent I'm going off on. So, um, this is going to be another abbreviated episode. Um, hopefully next week I'll have the opportunity. This will be the first weekend that I'm here that I'm not doing anything. So I plan on, you know, setting up whatever package it is that I'm going to get so that I can actually watch some games this weekend. Um, and you know, next week's episode will be, you know, slightly longer, but, uh, yeah. So, 
um as always i want to thank you guys for listening um <laughs> i know it's crazy me my phone ringing and complaining about telemarketers and whatnot but um, i promise you that you know everybody that is listening that the show will get better um just trying to get my get my footing back um after this big move that i made this transatlantic move back to the states um but thank you guys for listening i will talk to you next week um hope you guys have a great week hope you get to watch some football spend some time with your family and uh contact information will be in the show notes thanks for listening i'll talk to you next week